Eva Kaja and welcome to part two of Sportsline. Uh, this afternoon, this evening, we're joined by Brendan Foley, our regular analyst, to talk about the Intermediate and Senior Hurling Championship. And uh, we're coming to you in association with their Credit Union on 88.3 FM, 92.7 FM and the TuneIn app. And we hope you enjoy the show. And now we're joined on the line by a great friend of ours here on, on Sportsline, uh, uh, Kililuman, and probably a very happy Kililuman this week, or after last weekend's heroics. Uh, that's Brendan Foley, our regular analyst, and um, in again hurling indeed. And uh, Brendan, first of all, welcome to Sportsline. Thanks, Pat. Brendan, we'll have a look back at last weekend, first of all, a, a momentous weekend in the Intermediate Hurling Championship, I suppose, with the quarterfinals being sorted out. And uh, your own club, Smith O'Brien's, came through. Uh, in a very impressive style, I think, against you know a team that's very hard to beat in Tubber. Uh, while, the perf- while the result was everything, of course, how do you look back on the performance uh, in general? Well, I suppose you know, Pat, when you when when you're down to the business into the championship, like you know what I mean, it's it's just about winning the game, and you do want to get a performance, I suppose, as well with it, like you know. But, like, we knew going in Sunday that Tubber were going to be a very, very strong, physical, stern test for us. Like, we've met Tubber going back, say, as long as I remember, in over a number of years there in Championship, and they've always got the better of us. And uh, we knew, like, you know, we had to had to come with with the right, right mindset. Um and you had to match it with physicality as well. And you had to try to get the performance as well. And I think, you know, it took us a while to get going. But we hit a couple of points there. Like, in fairness to Tubber, they came out of the blocks early, said that it was nip and tuck, 2-1, 2-2, but did they win 5-3? And it was 5-4, I think, at the water breath. And, and then the second half, like, you know, Space was at really at a premium. Both defences were, were on top. You know, they had to play the sweeper. And, you know, then you had the factor of Ronan Taft's long puck out. You know, they can turn. You, you you could be attacking, but you could be you could be defending five seconds mm-hmm. later if he gets the ball in his hand with his massive puck out that he has. And, you know, we, we, we sort of grew into the game Got a good couple of scores. Mikey O'Shea got a few scores. Um, John Cusick and Tommy Redden was just on fire again with the freeze. And like at half time, 8-6, and we probably played with whatever aid of a breeze there was and just regrouped. And we said, look, lads, you know, there's 30 minutes away from a county semi-final. We just had to up the ante, keep the scoreboard ticking over. And we were very conscious going in that we didn't want to concede goals because going back over the years, <clears throat> if you watch Tubber's results, they might push 13 or 14, 13 or 14 points on the board, but with it, they'd have three or four goals. Yeah. You know, they're, they're a team there with a lot of experience in the earlies, um, Andrew Monaghan, fine hurler, you know, and the McMahon in there as well. Like, you know, they've got good, strong physical legs. And uh, like you know, we were conscious if we if we could just keep the goal count down, we 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 were confident enough that we could get over the line. But then they got the goal, and you know, it went right down to the wire. And I think 
the most pleasing aspect from us was the way we finished the match. We we showed a good bit of character, as I said to you already in the interview after the match, that, you know, to win a match like that, going down the home stretch, it was there for both teams. And, you know, Michal Ryan's score, but, you know, that's the score that they're talking about. But there was interventions below. I think it was by Dwayne Sheedy. He got a block in. Brilliant one, yeah. Malka yeah. Holleran got a block in. Um, and Keanu Nolan was attacking the ball. And there are things, you know, that probably go unseen in a game. They're always talking about the scores that win you the match. But the interventions of those lads and, and, and uh, you know, it's, it just showed that, you know, there was good commitment there to get in, get the blocks and the hoops and work hard and try to get turnover. So from that point, we were very happy that, you know, that <coughs> all the aspects came came to the fore because that's what you just have to do to beat over because they they will fight to the bitter end, you know what I mean? And that's the way the game went, I think. Was it two minutes ago, maybe there was only a pint in it? That's right. You know, uh, so... Yeah, I mean, Tubber would be a team with their experience of, as I said, many of them haven't played senior for many years and the younger lads, well, most of the younger lads have played a bit of senior, I'd say as well, but since they came down intermediate, they're extremely competitive, as you know, been in finals and semi-finals. And um, when it was a, a point in it with uh, maybe two or three or four minutes on the clock, and I know Dolan McMahon had to have a chance to pick up a ball and score. One of the earliest had the ball, and that's when Dwayne Sheedy got a marvellous tackle and flick in to get the ball away from him. I just thought the character and unity showed by Smith O'Brien's was very was exemplary and uh, mightn't have been always there, you know, and I'm not being being funny when I say this, Smith O'Brien's these might have folded or maybe might have looked to somebody else to do the business and maybe might have questioned themselves, but I just thought there was a great unity and spirit about the team, uh, Brendan, when it needed to be. Yeah, yeah, but I think, you know, that comes from, I suppose, the heart of being in, in a in a lot of semi-finals over the last number of years, you know what I mean? And I think last year's hurt, you know, in fairness, Carroll went down and done the business. But, you know, I've been so close to it. Um, and in fairness to the players, like they've, they've really trained hard. Tony Gleeson has done an outstanding job with them. Very young He's coach, already. Brendan. Uh, you know, when you spoke to me after the game off 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 air the last day, I didn't realise he was a young man. You know, he, he seems to be very mature and very very level headed, and uh, you know, uh, a great leadership and, and and maturity in him for such a young a young uh, coach. He is, and uh, you know, I suppose, like you know, he he just lives, eats, and breathes hurling. Uh, very knowledgeable guy about hurling. Like it is his second stint to his. Killaloo and he knew some of the lads before like he was with them there three or four years ago and you know he, he left an impression on the boys and he was even younger then like you know um, but in fairness the boys looked for, for they wanted to get him back and you know I think you know that was a big call from then as well because you know from being in the semi-final last year and so close you would imagine that they, they might have held on to the same lads but the players wanted Tony and to me, that was a big statement. That was a big call um, to, to go down that route. And, uh, you know, the, sometimes that can put pressure on yourself as well. And um, they've, 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 really, they've really rode in behind him. But, like, just watching him, like, he leaves no stone unturned. Everything is detailed. And the players respond to everything that he asks for. 
Um, you know, and he, he's so professional in his approach. He's a teacher. He's a teacher inside in Nina. And, um, you know, he, 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 treats, he treats the lads with great respect, um, you know, and, and he asks them to do the players respond tenfold. And, uh, you know, he, he just leaves no stone unturned, which nowadays, you know, you have to. Yeah, you know, you have to be absolutely. very professional in your approach, like, you know. And obviously, I suppose, from the club point of view, um, a lot of your players, Brendan, are now probably peaking. You know, there's a number, a few lads in the early 20s there, but a good few lads in the mid to later 20s, I think, if I'm not mistaken, in that team now. I mean, if you take the lads younger and older than Michal Ryan, I think Michal Ryan would be would be around coming 28 maybe this year, 27 or 8 anyway. So you have lads younger, obviously, but you have a few lads maybe a little bit longer there as well. So, you know, everything is right for, for, for Smith O'Brien. That's not going to say it will happen this year, but I suppose you're, you have as good a chance as any this year now of getting their hands on the Paddy Brown Cup. All going well. There's a semi-final to come, which we'll talk about it very shortly. Um... But, you know, do you reckon that the players really believe that, you know, by taking a step-by-step, step, that they can win it this year and they have enough confidence and, they're, you know, they're, they're leaving aside any doubts that have been there in recent years? Well, I think you, you've nearly answered that question there when you said taking a step-by-step. Step. You know, I think that's maybe before we started probably looked a little bit too far ahead. Yeah. Like, you know, um, and... I think that's the one thing that Tony has instilled into the players. Like, when we beat Tulla in the group stage, the first words out of his mouth was, it was only a group match. That's all it was. You know, it was a group match. We were, you know, it was a good win, but like, we know Tulla were missing a few that day, and we know that maybe, was was there a bit of shadow boxing? I don't believe there was. I think both teams wanted a, a, a tough match because we had uh, some handy victories in the group that we were in. We, both teams were expected to come out and uh, the Julie did. And um, so, you know, we, that's the one thing Tony did after that match. He said, you know, it was only a group match, lads. Got the feedback on the ground again. Quarter final. Focused on that. Newt was tougher when uh said, the following night, we heard you know, we were playing Tubber, and um, all all attention was focused in on Tubber, and the challenge that was facing ahead. And now we know the draw for the semi final. It's it's uh, like you know, we, once we were in the semi final, you know, no matter who you get, you were going to have a tough match. Yeah, exactly at that stage. Yeah, and speaking you know, of the so semif- you- yeah, speaking of that, Brendan, um, yeah, you mentioned that group game with Tulla, and of course. There was always a possibility you'd meet again. I think the two of the, you, you t- yourselves and Tullow were always going to come out of the group, first of all. You beat the other teams very easily and uh, it's a question of maybe who topped the group. But um, you are meeting them the next day again. As you say, does it make it harder to prepare when you've just maybe beaten them closely enough in a league, or, sorry, in a, in a round game? You know, is it hard to know how to motivate lads? You've beaten them before, you should beat them again? Or... They'll come back all guns blazing. It'll be harder, you know. How do you actually prepare and approach the game? Well, you see, you have you have to prepare. It's a county semi-final. You know, that's what you look at. The opposition is there in front of you. That match that we played in Mike three weeks ago is dead and buried and gone. 
it's a new challenge, you know what I mean? And Tolo will, you know, in the space of two or three weeks, a team can really kick on again, like, you know, up at a level in training and you might get one or two players back that were injured maybe, you know what I mean? And it's it's um, it's all about building momentum as well, like, you know, and you often hear of trying to time your run and the whole lot, but like, you know, you you just have to you have to get your feet back on the ground. That match is gone. What happened to Hove and Whitehead? That match is dead and buried. We haven't even discussed that match. Uh, we know the challenge that Tuller are going to bring. They're an outstanding team, you know, with loads of experience in it. Like, you know, you look at David McInerney and Corey and a few fine horrors who helping there, say, you know, the county minor there going back a few years ago, I think in the under twenties. You know, there's there's a lot of experience in yeah. that team as well there, Sean Tarpey, you know, and the young fellas there, young Canadian Bolton yeah. back again. Mm. He's back. He he came on the last and he was out for a while. So you know, what happened three weeks ago will have no bearing on the match the next day because we know the prize is bigger. You know what I mean? You always knew you had a, 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 a we say the back door option. You know what I mean? Yeah. We know it was only two coming out of the group, like but you always knew you had the safety net, say, would be probably the best way of putting it, that you were going to be in your quarter-final anyway. And um, now it's it's a winner-takes-all to get into a county final. There's no more. This, this is the door we have to get through because, you know, as I said to Sunday, I go, we've knocked at the door on numerous occasions and we haven't got through it. And no matter whether it was Joseph's or Rowan or Tulla, you still have to prepare the same way. Absolutely. And... Yeah. Um, that's that's the that's the mindset, and that's the focus that we're 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 uh, that we're working on down here. Now, it was obviously a close a, a close call with with yourselves and Tober, and as I said, the game was in the melting pot for a few minutes to go. So you got a serious test, and I suppose, in hindsight, that test, physical and mental as well, and hurling test you got was vital after made the easy games you had in the round in order to prepare for the semi final, whoever it should be, and. Uh, I was not told I got a decent test against the bridge as well, but he as a team must be pleased to have come through what was a really tough test in a really tight game after having it too easy in a couple of earlier rounds. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I know I've turned a few legs before, or sorry, after the match, not before the match, after the match, and they said, like, you know, before there were games that we, we would have often lost. You know what I mean? So I think you know, the team is maturing. And I also think, like, you know, the hurt from last year is there. You know, it, it was so close, but yet so far. You know what I mean? There's always that if and but. You know what I mean? After a semi-final, when you, when you see the <coughs> Scarab went on and, and deservedly so, um, won the championship um, last year. Uh, like I remember after a couple of rounds of the championship last year, we were standing on the hill at Tulla. And Leo asked me who was my fancy, and I I said Scarroff. And the reason I picked them was they were a well balanced side, you know, and they went on and done it. So we have to learn from Scarroff, you know what I mean? We have to see, right, like, look, we were close to them, but, you know, it doesn't always work out that way either, like, you know. Yeah. You could run a horse next, like, two weeks ago, and he was only baiting a, a, a nose, but you could run him a week later, and he could be baiting 10 minutes. 10 or 15 minutes. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. it, 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 it's, 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 it's fine margins. Every week is different. Every game is different. And, you know, both teams, Tolla will be going the same way. I'd say, you know, that match in Whitegate, you know, to, they were happy coming out of Whitegate. We were happy coming out of Whitegate because 
it was such a tight game. And I remember when I was talking to you on the Sunday evening, I was giving a report. And, you know, it was it was a game that I could see being a draw if Sean Tarpley hadn't got sent off because it was that type of a game. It was nip and tuck, nick and tuck, like the whole way. Uh, like, you know, so like both teams are very evenly matched. And, you know, once, once both teams can come in with a full complement of players, injury free and just give it a lash and see then where it brings you where it brings you that's all you can offer and Brendan finally in, in, terms, in terms of this your own team situation uh, we're into the darker evenings now it's probably dark to Warrington's purposes are before 7 and conditions are getting heavier how are is your squad fixed in terms of lads working away or in college or whatever in terms of being able to train maybe for an hour of bright or maybe six of that or are an awful lot of them away or have you a good number based locally that you can have a decent training session over the next few nights? No, we're okay that side of it. More, uh, let's get back to Killaloo for, for a quarter past six. That's, and, a, that's um, a bonus. No, it's a bonus. Like, you know, we can we can do some stuff out in the field and we have the indoor in as well below our new our new facility below, which is great. Yeah. And, um, you know, so it's grand that way. Like, you know, we're, we're fortunate enough that most of our school, all of our squad really is 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 um, is local. They're all working around, uh, you know, locally that they're all home by. That's uh, good. Five, quarter, six. The, only, the only thing they're missing is their bit of dinner, but some of them, some of them can do without. Can do without that. <laughs> and Brendan, to look at the other side of it, Joseph, I suppose, if you could say ground down or maybe, you know, dominated Bo Dyke in the last uh, 20 minutes of the game to pull through reasonably easily, not unexpected, possibly a bit of a surprise, at least a minor uh, a minor surprise in the other one that Ruan pipped uh, Corofin. Not, not a big surprise to everybody, but... Uh, how do you how do you see first of all both of those teams getting there and uh, maybe maybe which will come through then? Well, I'm not surprised with Rowan to be honest, Pat, because we played Rowan last year uh, in the quarter. No, sorry, yeah, we played Rowan. Uh, yeah, we played Rowan. We played Joseph. Then we played Rowan, and we played them below in Shannon, and I think. Memory served me right. It was only in the last about six or seven minutes that we kept on a few scores to pull away from them. <clears throat> I think it finished up about 21 or 22 points, about 17 or 18. It was a good, tough backing the whole way through. And, you know, Rouen and Corofin have uh, amalgamated their minor and the one in the, uh, I think they won two A titles over over three years. Maybe, yeah, I think so, yeah. Like that. And like you know, when when you're winning A titles, even the B titles, but you're you're you you you'll always pull a few players off it. And you know, there's a good management set up in there. There's young blood going in there. There's no better men than Sir Lines to coach them and train them. And I think that's know, a key. That's a key thing you said there, Brendan. I mean, any team with Sir I with Sir on the on the sideline coaching has a real chance because he's a superb coach and he's a man that they all respect. He is without a shadow of a doubt. You know, Sir is a real GM and a very knowledgeable man. Uh, you know, um, his his knowledge of the game is tenfold, like you know, and he, he's well respected within the game as well. So, like, it's <clears throat> it's uh, it's no surprise to me that Rowan really have built on the minor success because you know you're, you you throw in like your Shane Punch in there, who is one of Clare's finest uh, hurlers there in the in the under twenty championship for right. You know, and you 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 Mounsey there, and there are a few other hurlers there now. Offhand, uh, you know, they're, they're a good, strong physical side. And you know what? It's funny, like, when a team 
in the group that they were in, you know, when you start putting two or three championship wins together, it's very easy then to go into training and you can, you know, tip in the step and a bit of confidence comes, you know, because if you've been beating the championship maybe in the second round or whatever, you're not getting to quarterfinals or whatever, but when you put a couple of wins together, a bit of confidence grows, fellas buy into what, what the management is asking them for to do, and you know, when it came into the Corrafin match with them, it was a local derby, they both knew each other, Corrafin had a number of injuries, Jamie Malone was missing, uh, I think there was, another, there was one or two, two, two more guys there that would, would be, you know, strong lads that they were missing, and Rowan would have fancied their chances, and you know, in, in a derby match, they could go anywhere, yeah. And, you know, Rowan dug it out and that was a big win from him. You know, it was a big win from him. And it was, you know, like, they have a free shot at Joseph's because no one was expecting him to get there. And, you know, the pressure the pressure is all on Joseph's now. There's no pressure on Rowan in the semi-final. So they can go in there, they can go in training and they'll, they'll be buzzing for this. Like, you know, yeah. like it's a county semi-final and... Like, you know, everyone was expecting Joseph to come through the group. Like, Rowan would be looking at this and they'd be saying, well, let's Corafin beat Joseph. We have a chance we beat Corafin. You know what I mean? So this game could be tighter than a lot of people think. Yeah, and I think we'll cover the Josephs, but I came there, obviously, the first, early last Sunday. And, uh, you know, I just think we all sensed a, uh, or noticed a sense of nervousness, our own ease in Josephs, knowing they were favourites. For a lot of the game, but I could put it up to them, and you know you could see little doubts and little niggles until they began to get a grip, and uh, the score started flowing in the last fifteen minutes, maybe or you know, but but um, they're 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 most people's favourites for the championship, uh, Brendan, and uh, I suppose when they fire on all cylinders. They are quite decent. They have huge men in the team, Landy and Kieran O'Neill is playing outstandingly well. Uh, the Hennens are very good uh, and Carl Tierney and, and the other Carla forward was excellent his name is Gase reminded the second he was he, he was really really good he got got great ball in so um, I suppose it'll suit you to hear that Joseph is a favourite and keep you at the minds off yourselves in Tulla and that but um, you probably would think that Tull- Joseph should beat Rowan and Either way, it's going to be a sort of a mid-clear team playing an East-clear team in the final anyway, regardless who gets through. You would, but, you know, intermediate championship throws up the queerest the results, like, you know what I mean? And, like, I wouldn't rule out Rowan in this. I think they have a... I, I will give him a good chance now, to yeah. be honest with you. I, I do, yeah, because, like, you know, I know... Joseph's are picking up a few injuries and if they get them back you know that like Conroy is missing from um, and I know there's another lad missing as well and you know no, like it's you will expect Joseph to win it but I think this will be a lot closer than what than what uh, people are expecting it to be because like um, I go back to like you know when, you, when Rowan go into that field training for the next two weeks like, you know, you'll be there, lads. Corrafin beat these already. You have a chance. You drum it into their heads, like, you're not as much underdogs as you think you are, like. You know, and it's, it's this will be a tough battle. And Joseph's will will be the favourites. 
you know, going in. But I, I probably give Joseph the nod, but I think this will be tighter than what it, what people think it will be. Great, and that's the intermediate. Uh, obviously, a lot to look forward to in, the, uh, in, 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 in next weekend, uh, Brenda. We can't wait for those semi finals, and I said best to look to yourselves and I suppose all the teams as well. But we'll have a quick word on the senior. The squarter finals are now very clear. You have Cratlow versus Aina Kilnamona, you have Vellier versus Kilmele, you have the Bridge versus Aero Og, and you have the Market versus Wolf Tones. And uh, I'd just like to get your thoughts, if you like, general thoughts on the senior so far, what you know of it. I know you mightn't have seen it after the games because you were busy with your own club, but um, from what you've seen and read, uh, how do you read the situation now, Brendan? I suppose, you know, the shock The shock is that when you look at the at the, the teams that's blowing the relegation, no one, no one would have picked that the middles would be below fighting yeah. a relegation after winning the county final last year. But, with the group of five that was in it, it was always going to be, you know, we when we sat down the night doing our preview, we were trying, as we said, you would you could have come up with uh, a number of um, a number of different combinations of who was going to come out, you know. So like it's that was always going to be a tough group, and like you know, you're there looking in the bridge, like they're everyone's favourites to do three in a row, um. Did they go all guns out the last day against Scarif? Or are they tired? You know what I mean? There's going to be questions asked. Are, 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 are they, they tired in the smallest? I don't think they are. I think, you know, it was a game that they they knew they were through, they knew they were qualified. Fair play to Scarif to put up a great performance. Not taken from Scarif's performance at all. But I just feel like, you know, the breach probably played within themselves just done enough to win the match and, and, and keep a bit of momentum going. So like the the Bridge Euro game, we can cover that one first. Like you know, Aaron's with Shane O'Donnell. Uh, yeah, that's that's a big moment. That's training. a big, big a big thing for Aero, isn't it? And for this game, it is. Like you know, like you know, when you when you're playing the county champions, no matter what club you are, you need your full complement of players. And like you know, Aero will be no different to any of us. They need their Shane O'Donnells, you know, and David Reedy's firing on all cylinders. Uh, Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald yeah, David Fitzgerald, yeah. Aaron Fitzgerald, oh, sorry, Aaron, yeah. Uh, yeah, Aaron Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald, sorry, yeah, yeah. You know, there for so, like, you know, if, if your row comes to the table with a full complement, they'll feel they'll have a chance against against the bridge, but you'd have to fancy the bridge with the experience that they have. And as Danny rightly tells us, until someone comes up and locks, unlocks the system that they play, that's, that's exactly going it. to be the key to baiting the bridge. If you can unlock the system of the way that they the sort of protect came and worry and did they just flood and like you know it, it's 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 when you're watching the bridge and Davy on the sideline they can change two or three different things they can play two or three different styles do you know what I mean they they're able to flick it on and draw play different combinations and all this so like you know you have to you have to have everything. Going in when you're playing the bridge, everything going right. You have to have your full complement of players and fellas fully tuned in. And like you know, I think the bridge will will get over the challenge of their role. But again, you know, Shane O'Donnell could be if Shane O'Donnell isn't there, you'd imagine the bridge will win fairly handy. If he isn't, if he is there, their role might have a, a, a chance. Yeah, 
um, to go on to our next one. What's the other one there? Yeah, Belly Akil Mealy. Belly Akil Mealy. Like, you know, Belly Ayrton Farton firing the lights out this year's championship. They haven't really come to life yet. Like, you know, they're, they're winning their games. They, you know, they're not shooting the lights out. Maybe coming down out the stretch. Coming to the business end, you'll see Kelly now firing and DC and all these lads. But, you know, um, we're always talking about Kilmele, you know, they, they need to they need to be coming to the table and you know it's it's been a while now since they've they've graced the county final and you know they 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 just I don't know, I can't put my finger on Kilmele in that, you know, they're they're a club that have loads of talent but they just don't seem to Maybe. be a lot of their players are very similar, maybe, aren't they? Maybe not overly yeah, big, you know, like the top of the ground, that kind of thing. Yeah, you know, maybe <coughs> is, is it the time of year that pitches are heavy that they're not able to get more? Yeah. It's, it's very hard to put your finger on it with them because the talent is there, you know, but you'd expect Bellier to take them as we keep referring back to the Tony Kelly factor. Tony Kelly you know, factor, he, right, yeah. And the time is coming against us, Brendan. Very briefly, then we have Cratlow and Inamona, which is a, a very, I think, is on TG Cahar as well. And it's uh, a game to look forward to. And the Merkel and Wolf Tones at Buzzbotter, who maybe could have been uh, in a different competition in terms of fighting relegation, and both of them who aren't, I'd say, don't seem to be as strong as the other six. Both of them are still there. They are, like, you know, both teams will fancy their chances. That's the joy of this one. Like, you know, mm. Wolf Tones, we know, have talent there. Um, <clears throat> you know they're 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 a good they're a good um they're a good they're a good strong physical unit. Uh, you know there's Shanahan is in there. You know they have they have um what you call him Hayes Rory Hayes yeah exactly. You know there's there's a lot of talent in there. So like you know as a, in to the local derby. So like you know no markets will feel that they'll be able to be Wolf Tones. But I give Wolf Tones a good chance here on this, I think. And in our last one... Yeah. Crack um, nine to kill them all, then. Crack, that's going to be a cracking game. That's, could, could I think that's way. the tie of the round. <clears throat> like, you know, this this could grace a county final, like, you know. Yeah. Crack to nine to kill them all. We're always waiting for nine to kill them all to come with a boss similar to kill Mealy. They are like, you know, there's loads of talent up there as well. They've been winning minors and under 21, so you're expecting them to come I think Ina Kilnamona could just take this. I think the football, I always refer when I hear Crackler, yeah. I think the football just catches up with him. So I think, go to, to sum it up, I'll go to the bridge, Bellier, Ina Mona and Wolf Tones. Ina Mona and Wolf Tones. Well, man, Brendan, you don't hang, you don't, you didn't sit in the fence. And look, we were all delighted there last Tuesday night to see Broadford drawing with nine points each with Crusheen, meaning that Broadford actually maintained the senior status. And Christine are in the relegation battle. So I think, considering the year Broadford have had, Brendan, we're all rejoicing in the fact that, you know, they've had a hard time there with bereavements and, and things and injuries too, indeed. Uh, great for Broadford to hang on to the senior status. Absolutely delighted. I am absolutely delighted that Broadford has held their senior status because it has just been a turbulent year for Broadford GA Club with the, you know, with the, with the sad news and the, yeah. of young Niall O'Brien and 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 young James, Jamie Jamie O'Brien, well. two young very young men, and you know that um, have have gone from us. And you know, it was very hard. But in fairness to Broadford, you know they they stood up to the challenge. And you know, in fair, I think 
everyone will be delighted that they've got a break. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's it's uh it's it's like you know, it was tough on them, you know, it's not like, you know, as we said, it was a hard championship for them. But I'm just delighted that they've held their senior status and I think all of Bradford are delighted too. Brendan, that's great. One quick final word before we leave and we'll turn to Camogie. Uh, a new, a new uh, Clare uh, Camogie management team announced during the week. And look at, we have about 30 seconds because we have uh, we have, we have had a great chat there with the Hurley. But in about 30 seconds, um, just your reaction to the the selection of that new management team. It's a new venture. It's, uh, it's I suppose, is the Galway model, isn't it? Didn't Galway do there a number of years ago? Uh, with with uh, they were in the senior final and was it the junior or intermediate final? They were in the intermediate, I think. Yeah, intermediate. Intermediate, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, uh, Connor Connor was involved in that as well, and he's brought in uh, a good management team with him up from the junior. There and Marie and Eugene, and um, you know, I think. Uh, what, Francie Rowan is it? Francis O'Halloran, Stephen Cusick, Colin Fitzgerald, yeah. John Carmody, so Aidan Mulvihill. I think that's that's the all name then, yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a good backroom team there. So, like, you know, to, it's going to be interesting to see how it all gels and knits and the whole lot. But if you get it right, you know, it's that's the whole thing. We're getting it right and try to get the best two panels between the junior and the senior uh, come firing and all signals for Claire Camogie and I wish them the very best we, of luck and, and we all join with you there but the, in, wishing, in wishing them the very best of luck indeed for next year listen Brendan as yes, usual yes. great analysis great to talk to you uh, on the button there with all your with all your comments and uh, the best of luck to yourselves of course and, and, and of course we have to say the best of luck to Tull as well as was in those in those uh, matches in those in the semi-finals next weekend but um, we'll be previewing them in more detail anyway but uh, listen thanks a million for joining us uh, this afternoon and uh, Best of luck with your training and I hope everyone stays fit and ready to go for Smith O'Brien's anyway. Thanks very much, Pat. My sincere thanks to Brendan Foley for joining us uh, to discuss the hurling situation uh, in intermediate and senior. Um, thanks to Dirk Lewis Junior for the sponsorship as usual and thanks to Jim Collins for engineering the programme. This is Pat McNamara, Slane Sloan. Until we meet again, Sloan Gafoyle.